The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. So, as I mentioned, next week, Thursday, is the 1st of December. It is also World AIDS Day. And it's time for us to give some thought and to think back uh, about the HIV epidemic and whether or not we have improved it, whether or not the prevalence has grown or whether or not it has dropped. I suppose not just in our country, but in the world and on the continent as well. Dr. Vaini Naidu is from the HIV Community Service Lead Broad Reach Health Development South Africa. Well, that's one hell of a title, Dr. Naidu. Just um, talk to us about uh, the numbers. Do you think that we are able to control? Are we successfully controlling the epidemic, the HIV? I hardly want to say epidemic and rather want to maybe say even pandemic. Thank you, Michelle. And good morning to you and your listeners. Um, Yes, we have come um, quite far as a country. Um, The HIV prevalence in South Africa in the general population is approximately 8 million. Um, And for adults, you know, aged uh, 15 to 49, those in the productive years, it is estimated to be around 20%. Um, But we need to also remember that we have over 5 million people um, that are on antiretroviral treatment at the moment. And Broadreach Health Development has over 500,000 people on ARV treatment. So these new uh, infections have been reducing in certain population groups um, because of certain interventions that we've um, been having, for example, the medical male circumcision, the use of condoms, we've been managing uh, sexually um, transmitted infections, and also we have um, an effective prevention treatment that is now available in South Africa uh, called PrEP, which is the pre-exposure prophylaxis. Um, so all of these um, do lead to the, the AR, um, also the antiretroviral therapy has led to the um, reduction in viral load suppression and therefore we've had fewer HIV transmissions. So we are seeing a reduction in the transmission in the older age groups and also in the newborns because we do have a strong prevention uh, of mother-to-child transmission program in South Africa. So, Dr. Naidu, when we look at um, the HIV and AIDS numbers in this country, I'm interested to know, have we seen a shift? Was there a shift with regards to the COVID pandemic? And and what was the challenge to supporting HIV and AIDS uh, issues when we were going through the COVID pandemic? Yes, so um, you're quite right. The the COVID uh, pandemic has pushed us a bit back. What we found was a great reduction in the number of um, clients coming to access care. And if you remember, we had this very hard lockdown um, in the early Mm. stages, uh, which prevented people from getting into public transport and into going to the facilities. So the way we handled it at Broadreach was we sent all our clients um, SMSs and the SMS, um, you know, provided a proof uh, for for them to access uh, transport and then to get to the clinic. Um, However, it has um, 
it has definitely pushed us back a bit um, because there were many clients who were also themselves afraid of contracting COVID and therefore stayed away um, from the health facilities during that period of time. Yeah. Dr. Naidu, when we talk about the medication that people are on now, the uh, diverse uh, medication, are we still able to access it easily? Are people able to access it easily? How's that working? Yes. So um, people are definitely able to access it very easily. Um, We have um, our DREAMS program um, that has been launched by um, USAID and Broadreach have been supporting the DREAMS program since 2019 where um, we support and mentor at-risk adolescent girls and young women um, and so the, the young girls receive these primary services in the community that not only educates them on the risk of HIV, but the benefits of prevention and PrEP. Um, in addition, there's life skills and economic strengthening family interventions that do happen in the community where they are explained about prevention treatment. And we then also initiate PrEP in the community, outside schools um, and outside community halls and where um, the young people do frequent. Um, and also we um, initiate uh, PrEP in the facilities. So we have averted a lot of um, HIV infections through um, the introduction of PrEP. So it is widely available at all healthcare facilities. Yeah. Dr. Naidu, obviously, um, and we know this historically, and I'm wondering what the numbers are looking like now when it comes to who is at risk, who is most at risk. We know that women are most at risk. How does this work? And um, what are those numbers looking like? Okay, so um, so so if we can just visualize a young person who is pregnant or with a child, you know she uh, prioritizes child care over self care, and she totally forgets about her own health. Yeah. She finds it also difficult to negotiate for self protection, so the use of condoms, or she has been exposed to intimate partner violence and is afraid to go for an HIV test. Um, talk to her friends, or she's also afraid of being judged in the facility. So this young woman then becomes HIV positive, and her child becomes an orphan at some point, and this in itself leads to the, the child becoming vulnerable in the sense of not having proper adult supervision mm-hmm. or being exposed to gender-based violence. So we are therefore seeing these young girls that are accounting for 25% of all new HIV infections in South Africa. And of these women, about one in three experience some form of violence, whether it is intimate partner violence or gender-based violence. And this is the group that is really afraid to go and get themselves tested, and therefore they do not start or stay on treatment. And then, of course, we have the other priority groups, such as men who have sex with men, uh, transgender persons, injection drug users, the commercial sex workers, and also those in correctional services that are now contributing to over 50% of all new infections in sub-Saharan Africa. So a large proportion of these uh, populations, they are less likely to know their HIV status and therefore are less likely uh, to access care. You know, um, Dr. Naidu, as we move towards World AIDS Day, the 1st of December, 
uh, I suppose one of the things that we need to remind people is that with treatment, um, HIV, which may become AIDS, it can be a chronic can be a chronic disease as opposed to um, a, what historically might have been thought of as a death sentence, and. I think we need to start to separate and continue to separate how we think of HIV and how we think of AIDS and how those uh, how they are aligned, but not the same. Yes, definitely. So, um, you know, we need to normalize um, the treatment for HIV and also the prevention for HIV, um, you know, and have it part of our communication within the homes, within the families, uh, within the health facilities. Um, you know, the international community is definitely focusing on how to end the HIV epidemic by 2030. So we need to get to uh, the hard to reach populations. Um, you know, we need to start uh, not criminalization of you know, for example, commercial sex workers, we need to reduce the social injustice, um, and we really need to uh, co-create interventions with our targeted populations, because it's not a one-size-fits-all. We've now addressed the bulk, um, you know, of the adult population and the newborns. We now need to focus our efforts on these specific uh, population groups. Dr. Veni Naidu, thank you so much for joining us. Let's keep uh, that uh, engagement going and ensure that as we look at the 1st of December, we also think about 2030. I wish you all the very best with that goal. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you. Dr. Veni Naidu, she is the HIV Community Service Lead at Broadreach Health Development South Africa.